In this episode, I talk about my 2020 health journey because it's a never-ending story and how we also need to listen to our bodies in isolation. But a little warning, it's a little raw. Welcome to Allergy Proof, the podcast dedicated to helping hardworking women with health issues get through life. Hey, I'm your host, Ashley Templer, and I have more allergies and intolerances than you can count on one hand. I'm that person that BYO snacks to parties. I'm also that person who spent thousands of dollars trying to get to the bottom of my symptoms. From running my own social media agency, Pep Creative, and skincare brand, Yours Only, I know a thing or two about navigating a very busy schedule with ongoing health issues. Join me as I give you my tips, interview your fave biz women and health specialists to help you solve and manage your autoimmune conditions or allergies. Want to hear more about my story? Head to yoursonly.co forward slash about where you can also pick up some very allergy friendly products. Hello. So firstly, I wanted to say a very big thank you to everyone who messaged me or sent me flowers or balloons for the launch of both Yours Only and Allergy Proof, which launched last week. If I'm completely honest with you, even though it probably looked very amazing on Instagram, I was actually very stressed. It was a very stressful work uh, week for me. I had a lot of tech issues. I needed some website changes very last minute. I forgot to do things like register for PayPal properly. So when people made purchases through PayPal, I had to go and message them and tell them that they had to rebuy it on credit card and I had to cancel their order. Um, I had some really hectic issues with our label printer. Luke and I spent like two nights in a row until midnight trying to fix it and we could not. Um, But this episode is a little bit raw for me. Some of it Friends don't even know. Um, I am that person that really hates telling my health issues to people all the time because it's a bit like the boy who cried wolf. So I have had a bit of a health journey this year as well and I've just had lots of up and downs and I've just had an incredible amount of people reach out to me since I launched Allergy Proof and yours only sharing their health stories and lots of people that have actually given me some really good advice. But I thought I would spill my journey for this year because it could help others, especially because it is a very stressful time for all of us. So I thought I would start with January. So at the end of last year, I um, was still seeing my dietitian and she had recommended to me because I wasn't feeling that great to do a stool test. So it was through a company called Microba and essentially what they do is they uh, test your stool and they look at your microbiome and see, you know, if you're lacking anything, if there's any abnormalities or if there's anything that you basically need to do based on your gut health. And so that cost me around $350, which is very expensive because of all the other things that I've also spent on. And It came back and just basically said that I'm reasonably healthy. I don't digest fat very well, which I already know because I love chips and I don't feel great after a whole packet of them. And then uh, Chloe, my dietitian, said that the results were definitely better than she expected, but I did need to add variety into my diet, which I know because I've cut out a lot from my diet and I need to reintroduce things, but it's at a point where you need to reintroduce it when you're feeling 100%. So it's been quite hard. And then we fast tracked to Feb and I tried to do a bit of a reintroduction phase where I tried to reintroduce one eighth of an apple three times. So I did it every second day and I broke out in severe hives. I just went back and looked at the email that I sent Chloe at the time. And essentially I couldn't stand, my stomach made me look like I was super pregnant. And Chloe basically said, 
if you've got hives and all of this, this is a bit of a severe reaction for something so small. So she told me to stop and maybe potentially look at seeing an allergist, which was also very hard because I've done all of that kind of stuff, but I haven't seen an allergist for a very, very long time. And then at the end of Feb, start of March, I actually last minute went to Tokyo. So there was an opportunity that came up for me to go and I booked it about a week before I left. And the first half I was by myself and then the second half was with Elise. So Elise had to go for work and we got to stay together in a hotel. And I had an amazing few days by myself at the start where I stayed in an Airbnb. So someone has actually asked me to do a recording on how I travel with food allergies, which I will do, but maybe once more people can travel. But that was great because basically I could make my own meals and I could take them out with me and I could prep food, like I could boil eggs and have them in my bag and stuff like that. And then for the last few days when I stayed with Elise, I stayed in hotels, which was really hard for me to get proper meals. We did do a few like takeaway places, but, you know, language barrier is also very hard. So it was really hard for me to make sure that I got nutrients across the last few days. And then I just had a really long flight home. Elise and I didn't fly together, but the day after we got home, both of us had the same symptoms. So coronavirus was obviously a bit of a thing then. Um, It wasn't as bad when we got there, but two days after we got back is when coronavirus was announced to be really bad in Japan. So we basically, we knew we didn't have the coronavirus, but we had all these symptoms of a cold and I just know my body and I knew it was a really bad cold and It's actually a bit of a crazy story. So I came back and I didn't want to go into the office unless I had been tested. I went in quickly and then I was like, okay, this is pretty bad. I've been in Japan. I should probably go home and get tested. And I remember I called the doctor clinic and they were like, no, we can't test you. We don't want anyone with coronavirus to come in here. And then I called the hospital and they were like, no, you're not showing any of all of the symptoms because I didn't have a cough and I didn't have a fever. And No one would test me basically. And then I ended up finding one clinic that I'd been to before who said that they would, but they were like, you have to sit in your car. And then when you arrive, you have to call us and then we'll come out and put a protective gear on you and bring you in. I didn't have the coronavirus anyway. Um, I digressed. But after I got back from Japan, my hives got worse and I had to have two antihistamines a day, which is a lot. You should only really have one. And they helped a lot, but I was still super itchy. If you look back on my Instagram, there's heaps of photos. I've got more, but they're mainly around my bum. um, So not many of those made it to Instagram, but they were just so itchy and I just didn't really know where it was coming from. So I went back to my GP and As soon as she asked me how I was, I actually just started hyperventilating. I couldn't even get my words out. She was like, are you okay? I'm like, nah, I actually can't even get out what I need to say. Essentially, I was like, I have literally tried everything. I've been to a dietitian. I've had all these tests done. I still don't feel great. And I'm getting hives literally just from having a couple of pieces of apple. So then she was like, okay, you need to go get a keep of test done because I said that I got really bad period pain. And so she first of all set me up with an internal ultrasound to see if I had PCOS. And that internal ultrasound cost me $350 and they told me within two minutes that there was no issues. I mean, great that I hadn't, don't have PCOS, but another $350 for nothing. And then I was also sent to a gastroenterologist and she was really great. She felt really promising. She really understood my symptoms and she was like, okay, there's definitely a few things that could be wrong here, but the only way we're going to be able to do this is to have a colonoscopy. 
And I had one when I was 23 and nothing really came back then. And so I was like, yep, I'm keen to do it now because it's like eight years later. And so that appointment cost me $300. And then when I went to book in my colonoscopy, my health insurance was like, oh, sorry, we can't insure you for this until the new financial year. Otherwise, it's going to cost you like five grand. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'll wait until then. And so the uh, gastroenterologist prescribed me with an antibiotic called rifaximin. So it's not like a proper antibiotic. It only sits within the one specific part in your gut and attacks that part to resolve your symptoms. And it's mainly people with IBS. And it helped me for about two weeks. And it says that it should help you for about 10. So I went through what they call a relapse. Um, But it did kind of take away my hives, but my stomach aches were pretty bad. And so those tablets are actually normally around $600 if you get them at a normal chemist. But if you get them at a compound chemist, they're only around $60. So I did that and then I had my second round script and then my hives basically completely went away. But they were like, okay, if your hives went away from this, then it's got to be a gut sort of issue that we can kind of resolve. So then I ended up having my colonoscopy and gastroscopy on the 6th of July and To me, that was my last resort. I was like, this will find something for me. I will find something here and this will just solve all of my problems because the gastroenterologist was like, I think you might have some sort of um, issue with your esophagus and it could be the fact that all you need to do is just cut out eggs and then, then you'll be fine. So I kept telling everyone, I think it might just be eggs. If I cut that out, I'll be fine. So then when I did my colonoscopy, I had it done at the Epworth Hospital. That works $750 out of pocket. And then I got my results two weeks later and they found nothing, which was shit. I had one polyp, um, which they removed, but they was like nothing to worry about. Yeah. And then when the specialist called me the results, I could not stop crying. I just never cry except for when it comes to stuff like this. And then afterwards I called Luke in hysterics. He was like, do I need to come home from work? And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. But I was just so annoyed. I just feel like this was going to be my last resort. And the specialist basically said, it's probably stress. You know, we're in coronavirus, you run your own business. You know, there's lots of stressful things going on in life. She was like, you know what? Some people just have inner anxiety, that stress that's not actually stress. So she was like, you know, sometimes just going to the supermarket and people being in your way is stressful. There's lots of stressful things in life. And so now I'm on a journey to look at that part of my life. I do carry a lot of stress on the inside because I just never really had an outlet when I was growing up to express my stress. So I'm kind of thinking that this is my kind of adult anxiety. So I'm kind of just looking at ways that I can reduce that element to see if that helps with my overall um, symptoms. And then I guess for me, like with the launch of yours only and managing PEP and bringing on a team member, It has been very stressful for me this year. I would say probably more stressful uh, now than when I did have the hives. But um, maybe like three or so weeks ago, I ended up with really, really sore, cracked lips on the sides of my mouth and I left it for weeks. I just thought that it was because I've moved into a new house and the ceilings are really high and it's cold. I was like, maybe it's just because it's really cold and I've been walking outside and it's cold because I was also getting chillblains on my fingers. And I was like, it's just a really cold um, winter. And then 
maybe like three weeks after I started getting them, my lips started to bleed on the corners and it was so painful. Like when I woke up, if I said hello or spoke to Luke, my mouth would have to like reopen at the cracks. It was so painful. So I put it on my Instagram and people gave me heaps of advice. I had one friend who is a nutritionist and she was like, oh, you've probably got a lack of vitamin B. So I was like, okay, I actually need to go to the doctor now, which I probably should have gone a lot earlier. Um, so when I went, she was like, okay, it's definitely a combination of stress and a lack of a vitamin. So I had my iron checked and it was at 45 in January and it dropped to 38 in August, which is actually quite a lot of a drop in such a short period of time. So I would probably say that might've come from stress because my diet hasn't really changed. Um, and your, your iron should really be above 30. No, I think my iron ended up being 28. Yeah, that's right. And so instead of vitamins, because I always react to vitamins, I ended up doing an iron infusion. And so I did that the Friday before yours only launched. And that cost me another $350. And only 10% of people get side effects. And I was one of those people that got side effects. So I have actually never felt so much pain in my body before, except for this one time when I had the flu, when I was in primary school, my bones ached to the core. Like I can't even express to you how painful it was. And I had the biggest headache. So I spent like three days in bed. So I had no time to plan yours only. So I'd planned to spend all of that time to do the planning and then be able to work on the website and all the other elements that I needed to do (laughs) when the new week started on the yours only launch week. Um, but my lips cleared up. I got some good cream. Betadine also helped, which was great. Um, but now that yours only has launched and I have a new team member to start, um, or has, has started who is helping me. I am now going to have regular baths. I'm going to meditate more. I'm going to go for walks and I'm going to try and finish work on time because I just need to heal my body. I think I'm at a point where, I have tried everything and I haven't really explored this element enough. Um, And I've been speaking to a few people. I interviewed someone called Beck the other day, who is a meditation teacher who has very similar allergies and issues to me. And she finds that meditation really helps her. So I'm going to try it a lot more. Um, If anyone has any tips or info, please send it my way over at Instagram at Ashley Templar, because I'm just really wanting to find a new way to look at my allergies and intolerances and maybe even just think about other ways that I can live my life now that I do have help. And now that the brand has launched, I know there's a lot ahead of me, but I can definitely get help to uh, facilitate a lot of the tasks that I previously probably couldn't do. So I really hope that this episode does help someone or if someone feels like they've been spending thousands of dollars on trying to work out where their issues are, you're not alone. I've been doing this basically my whole life and I'm 30 and I'm still working it out. But please send me a DM on Instagram if you want to talk about it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Allergy Proof. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this podcast, please send this episode their way. I'm here to help women thrive in life with all of their health issues because I am living proof. Make sure you hit the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you can listen to our latest apps, which go live weekly. This is a totally independent podcast, so I really do rely on subscribes, reviews, and word of mouth to spread the word. You can also find some more helpful tips on Instagram at 
Yours Only Co. And more from me, your host at Ashley Templar, spelled A-S-H-L-I. Catch you next time.